0: With the hammer? No, you're not.
1: And welcome to another episode of Dropping the Hammer with Dan McFadden. I am the show's namesake, Dan McFadden, and with me, as always, is my good friend James Crow. Say hi, Crow
0: hello everybody we
1: are recording this on thursday september 9th uh we are three days out wait three uh, three days out from the second race in the nascar cup series playoffs uh the first one was last sunday at darlington raceway we, we kicked off the whole postseason shebang with the southern 500 at darlington raceway um and just you know getting down to it it was a great race it was a, it was a very good race um according to jeff jeff glucks uh i think i think jeff glucks was a good race poll it's i think it was the best one of the year um um, which kind of hard to argue with, um, if not just for the last lap, um, but really the, the entire final. Um segment was just you really you couldn't leave the room because you really didn't know what was going to happen you had a three-car breakaway with Denny Hamlin Kyle Larson Ross Chastain Denny Hamlin had a 31 race winless streak Kyle Larson best driver of the year uh trying to get his first win at Darlington after finishing second last year and then you had Ross Chastain hot on their heels trying to get his first cup win ever and do that as a non-playoff driver uh Ross couldn't get there uh and Kyle Larson tried he video gamed it he sent it did everything he could in that final quarter mile or whatever, uh,
0: but couldn't do it. He literally slammed did... his car into the wall, trying to use that to maintain speed and pass Denny Hamlin on the last lap. He, like, like. <laughs>
1: It, it was like, and it I almost was, worked.
0: It almost worked. If if any Hamlin it, had not had given no, here's him the enough thing. room, it would have worked. No, 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 no.
1: Here's the thing: if it had worked, it wouldn't have worked because if if he'd done anything to impede Hamlin, he he takes them both out. That that that's what I th- think would have happened. If if it had worked, n- neither of them would have won, and Ross Chastain would have like know. swooped
0: in. He and had gotten the win. so much speed and had to slam the brakes to keep from ramming into Hamlin, like. Like, I think, like, if he hadn't hit the brakes, they were both going out. But if him would have given him room to get on that top side, like, I-, I think he had enough speed to do it. He would have barely made it across the line, <laughs> but he would have had no speed to do it. It, w- it was, yeah, that was a really good race. And Ross Chastain, he had such a fast car. He was running so good. Yeah. Um, if he had just been able to figure out how to get past Larson, he may be, have been winner. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think he had, I think, I, mean, I don't have the numbers to prove it, but I think he had a faster car.
0: Um. He- Running, I think he was running better laps and he he definitely like he was running at least equivalent laps to Larson and Hamlin with a more stable lock so like he had more to give if he could have just gotten a warrant around Larson
1: well and the only reason we were even talking about this finish the way we are is yeah. thank you Ryan Blaney for for your brakes going out and spinning um because if that doesn't happen I think about five laps after that uh Hamlin and the last couple of leaders him and Larson I believe would, would have had to pit um and then ross would have had the lead um and i think he could have gone the rest of the way um but he he because he had inherited the eventual lead if they hadn't pit uh, he was the first one to pit on those final green green flag stops um okay. yeah,
0: what, you know, what, what did
1: i say what did i say last week i said pitch strategy screwed them over in the spring because they they tried to stay out too long and guess what he was the first one to pit he was like okay we're gonna do this strategy
0: <laughs> and it almost worked and then it's a completely different race if uh martin trickster hadn't sped on pit road and got put put to the back yeah. because he had an incredibly yeah. fast car and he would have been out front had without the speeding pedal.
1: Yeah. Like he I,
0: I've i
1: forgotten what trex's first issue was that caused him to go a lap down and he got a lap down. So but yeah, he Trix was a lap down in the middle of the race, finally got it back later. Yeah, and he had a super duper fast car <laughs> and then he was just too fast on pit road. Um so yeah, you have the Trix penalty, Blaney's spin, which set which then sets up. I I, I tweeted this. I never thought thought I'd see a finish at Darlington that rivaled the 2003 finish between Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven when they were, you know, just drag racing all the way to the finish line. But we, we got one. We got one that almost, almost reached that. Um, thank you, Kyle Larson. So... That was like I, as they were going into turn three, I thought it was over. So I was like looking down at my laptop, like typing out a tweet or something. And then I look up and like Larson's like is right there on Hamlin's fender and they're up in they're up in the walls, like, wait, what's going
0: on? Um this thing is like he had so much speed going into the wall that I thought that Denny Hamlin's car like broke because there was such a speed differential. I thought I thought it was hmm. Denny Hamlin's car going significantly slower all of a sudden but no it was just kyle larson just ramming into the wall like as he called it video gaming it exactly like you do when you're terrible at video games and <laughs> and just using using the architecture of the track to keep himself going in a straight line it, it like, like it, I, I, it almost worked it worked far better than i had ever imagined it would in real life and like and- i don't e- i don't even think that would work in a video
1: game like i'm not sure you could especially on the heat games i don't- I don't think. Um, you couldn't do it on Gran Turismo because if you get in the wall, you get a time penalty, which is stupid because getting into the wall is the penalty. Um, typically. So <laughs> that's that's the way things usually work. Um, but um no, like that was beginning to end. I thought that was yeah, it, that was definitely one of the, the the best races um of the year. I, I got my prediction right. I picked Denny Hamlin. Uh you picked you picked Larson, right? Uh I picked him
0: for the overall. I don't remember who I picked for the actual race, but I there's a it's either it's either larson or chastain so you know second or third so
1: i mean so like it's funny the top three guys are like the guys we like consistently pick for <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but i don't i don't know when i'll be i don't know what else if i'll pick be able to pick chastain again probably probably not until talladega um i'm not
0: sure See, when you're not concerned overly concerned with being right every week you can just pick whoever you want oh well I, I like being right so... <laughs>
1: want to be right and Denny Hamlin finally I mean you you should be happy he you're you the guy who's been wanting Hamlin to win for for a while now and he he gave it to you
0: I just to be clear I wasn't necessarily rooting for him to win I was just rooting for him to not be in the points lead without a win okay okay and so he he has accomplished it in two ways I guess now because now he has won and he's no longer in the points lead although I guess technically he kind of is because he won a playoff race and that puts him to the next and that automatically moves him forward
1: Well, yeah I mean uh When it resets for the next round, he probably won't be a leader. It still goes back to playoff points so um but yeah great race uh let, let's look at the standings uh you, you also had uh a few surprises uh up towards the front of the field early on like you had like cory lajoy uh keep, keep keeping pace with the leaders for a good chunk of the race but uh, he even finished uh 10th in stage two uh and but, but you had hamlin first kyle Arsene second russ trustee in third truex in fourth um Uh, after his penalty earlier. Then you had Kevin Harvick in fifth, which, again, I thought, early on, I thought maybe this was going to turn into, like, a a battle between Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, uh, because Kevin Harvick just kind of, like, surged up to the front, and then also Kurt Busch had a good car. Um, But then they just... Like, every playoff driver in this race pretty much had problems. Like, everyone. Uh, Chase Elliott. William Byron. (laughs) Foreshadowing. William Byron wrecked Alex Bowman had issues uh Kyle Busch had his his wreck and then you know he he took his frustrations out on some safety cones and almost ran over some people um which incurred a $50,000 fine this week from NASCAR um but like Ryan Blaney had his his spin due to brake issues uh Eric Almirola had, had problems Kyle Reddick I think fell victim to like a tire vibration at some point um I think the only drivers who didn't really have any problems were like Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano. Um really, they finished sixth and seventh, or seventh and eighth, respectively. Um but the 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 worst the worst B fell uh our beloved Michael McDowell. Um so well, cue the music. McDowell. <laughs> dun, dun. So, yeah, McDowell watch. Um, Michael McDowell is not having a good time. Uh, He's having a bad time. Two weeks in a row with the regular season finale and the postseason opener. Michael McDowell uh, was the first driver out of each race. Uh, he, he 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 he's he threatened early. He 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 was throwing up his dukes and was do, gonna throw him down the gauntlet uh, when he he pit he he did an offset pitting strategy compared to everyone else early in stage one. And so he was on fresher tires. He was charging up to through the pack and then coming out of turn two, he just lost it and smacked the inside wall um, on lap thirty ish. That's what racing reference says. He only completed thirty laps. But yes, two two straight races. The, the big underdog of the year does he, he called this race the biggest race of his, his life and it did not pay off he finished 37th out of 37th cars how, how did you feel crow watching that 34 car uh slide toward the the inside wall i
0: mean that, that was definitely a bummer i i it was nice to see him charging up through the field even though you know it was a little bit of an artificial charge because he was on the offset pit strategy yeah but, you know, it, it's like i said it, it was nice to see it was kind of gave me a little bit of hope that he could make it through this round um and and even though (laughs) even then like he's he's only 20 laps or 20 sorry 20 points like in the bubble so there's still hope there um for him to make it through you know right now at number 12 is tyler reddick um and so he just has to move past alex bilbin kyle bush william william byron and he, he can be in the next make it to the next round 20 only yeah. 20
1: points, <laughs> only 20 but i mean st- stage points man th- 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 those rack up quickly um i mean luckily you know he's gonna start i believe 16th this week because thank goodness playoff drivers start ahead of every Everyone else no matter what um but yeah he he starts 16th uh but it's yeah this is not how you want to start
0: the Uh, playoffs i don't know how how odds work but um he's currently listed so for reference denny hamlin is at plus 400 odds kyle larson is at plus 230 odds michael mcdowell is plus 25,000.
1: that's not good that's (laughs) that's that's bad william Um, byron
0: who's in 15th is plus 1600
1: Let's put it this way, like uh in his one, two, three, four, five, six races with look with front row motorsports, uh, his best finish is twenty-first uh he has yet to finish on the lead lap in his races at richmond with front road motorsports overall he's made 20 starts at the three-quarter mile track and uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten he has 10 dnfs he fails to finish 50 percent of the time at richmond um and he starts yeah he start he starts 16th um this weekend in the spring he started 23rd and finished 27th for latch down um so yeah it's he he's he's in a hall um and he he's he's gonna hopefully he's gonna be praying for some some bad stuff to happen to the the other playoff drivers at this point um because like how bush is good at richmond um so if anyone's going to rebound i would expect it to be him there um but it's 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 going to be a task. Going to be a task so oh boy um it, it's it's been hard to see uh 3d three three 3d ah, been hard to see 3 DNFs in the last four races uh for mcdowell but but there's still two races left it's not over um and we'll see what uh see what he does this weekend this sunday or no no, not sunday saturday the race is saturday because there's a double header between the xfinity series and then the cup series later that night um so what, what are your uh
0: what, what what are you hoping to see saturday night at richmond girl um I- I just hope that we get more of the same quality of racing that we got at Darlington. You know, it's nice when (laughs) Denny Hamlin decides to, you know, show up and, um, you know, try more than just finishing in the top 10.
1: I think he's always trying to finish in the top well, there,
0: 10. There, there's trying to finish. To, there's trying to win. And there's there, like, I mean, there's trying to win in the sense of you put yourself in the right position to get get the win if you can. And then there's, I'm going to ram my car into the wall and hope that I can maintain speed and pass someone on the last turn trying to win. And the more of that we get, the more entertaining things are. Well, I mean, no, that
1: that's that's going to be the highlight reel forever. So um, it's anything. Um so, no, yeah, there'll be NASCAR will be promoting that out the wazoo for a very long time. <laughs> um, I'm ex- uh, I'm not a fan of, a fan in general of Richmond. Richmond isn't what it used to be back in like the late 90s, early 2000s when they they put like sealant down on the track. I don't know if it's the lack of sealant, but the car, just passage of time, whatever. But the races just aren't what they used to be. The, the race in the spring wasn't bad. I mean, you had that late restart that gave Alex Bowman the win because otherwise that was gonna be Denny Hamlin's race um so he he's starting on the front row this weekend so he's definitely a threat um I mean it is entirely possible Denny Hamlin could sweep the first round uh Chris Gabard, his crew chief you know said uh, after the race Sunday that this is his this is a dream round for that team and it's already starting out that way um so I, I, w- I wish the races were 100 laps shorter 400 laps at Richmond is just too much these days um it's also at night I think day races there are just much better now uh the night races back in like back in the late 90s or early 2000s the racing was great but then in the last you know five six years the races have been better under the daytime and what's going to be weird next year with the next gen car is that all of our disposition tor- towards what's a good race at each track kind of goes out the window um and so so we have to like just lower all of our expectations down to zero for a whole year it's like okay what's a good race now um uh, it's the, the most that's most exciting and scary um so ho- hopefully hopefully if any track needs to be- needs to benefit from the extreme car ho- hopefully it will be uh richmond raceway um so all right let's let's uh take a look at the playoff standings heading into richmond after just a chaotic every something bad happens to every one race at rich at uh darlington Where all right so as uh crow you, you you have them brought up for you crow yeah yeah okay. i well, so, i
0: came prepared for this 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 segment.
1: Um, so heading into this race, race number 27 of the on the year, race number 2 on the playoffs, as, as crow mentioned, Denny Hamlin is number 1 in the standings courtesy of his his win in Sunday's race. Uh but second is Kyle Larson uh with 2106 points. He is 80 points above the cut line. Martin Truex Jr. is third uh with 2062 points, 36 points above the cut line. Kurt Busch fourth, 26 points above. Ryan Blaney fifth, 22 points above. Joey Logano, 21 points above Kevin Harvick 20 points above Brad Kozlowski 12 above Christopher Bell 5 Chase Elliott 4 Eric Elmerola 3 and then technically uh t- Tyler Reddick and Alex Bowman are tied with 2026 points but uh according to NASCAR uh above the cut line is Tyler Reddick, and below is Alex Bowman 13 who is your defending winner and then you have Kyle Busch two points behind William Byron 9 and then Michael McDowell minus 20. So um my pick for this weekend uh is gonna be Martin Trix Jr. Uh he had a fast, fast car Sunday, even though Richmond is not Darlington. Martin Truex Jr. is very good at Richmond, even though he's only won there uh once in the last few years. But uh he's starting up front with it. up front, along with Hamlin. I'm gonna take Martin Tricks Jr. to win. What about you, Crow?
0: I'm gonna go go against the vice, and I am going to go with, of course, Ross Chastain. <laughs> but the re- there is reasoning here, and that is I feel like he's building on something right now. I, he, he's he got his top, his third place, but I feel like he's been running really well. He's been getting up there. He's been competitive. And I don't necessarily think it's going to have to be on the track that he's especially good at. I think he's going to get a win by the end of the season with the momentum he has. And I think it'll be, it'll be circumstantial. It'll be, you know, somebody makes a mistake, somebody wrecks, and he's in the right place at the right time. But I, 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 I'm, I, I'm believe in Ross.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, where, let's see where where did where did he finish in the spring? He finished 15th in the spring, one lap down. Uh, where did Truex finish? Truex finished fifth after leading 107 laps. Uh, Hamilton led 207. And Joey Loganoff led 49. So yeah, I still feel still feel pretty good um, about picking Truex. Alex Bowman, we'll see. Uh, he 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 won due to circumstance in the spring. Um, but when you talk about a non-playoff driver winning a playoff race, it does not happen very often. <laughs> um it's been it's been a few years since it did um but if anyone is gonna do it i do think it's gonna be ross um he's he's got momentum right now um basically like i said taldega he could do it the roval because he's shown he's really good at road courses this year but outside of that, you could have like a Bubba Wallace winning at Taldega or something like that. Um, but it's it's going to be hard for um, ca- chaos, like the chaos that happened at Richmond will have to happen because without the chaos that happened Sunday, I don't know if Ross is able to finish in the top five like it. Um, but we'll see. Saturday at the uh, Richmond uh, Raceway and so on and so forth. Um, any other thoughts and observations about this, the weekend NASCAR? No, nope.
0: I, I, I have stayed off of NASCAR. Our Twitter, so nothing to comment on there.
1: Uh, uh, well, there hasn't really been anything wild uh, that I can remember this week. NASCAR did hold a two-day uh, Goodyear tire test at Daytona Daytona this week uh, with the next-gen car. It was the biggest uh, test they've had with that the, the new car, yet eight cars. The previous high was two, uh, and I, I just made a video uh, on that test, complete with uh, interviews from Denny Hamlin and William Byron, who were provided to the media this week, and they shared their thoughts on that test. Um, and you guys can find that at YouTube.com slash Dan like Fadden and um, get their thoughts on, on how that car is shaping up. I have its debut in five months, uh, but yeah, by that at YouTube, uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dan Fadden and crow. Where can they find you on
0: um, about once a month? You can find me on at DTH crow. <laughs>
1: Right. You need to, you need to retweet stuff, crow. I, I tag you when I, when I post stuff about the podcast and you don't, you don't read.
0: Sometimes I do uh, just do it in bulk.
1: <laughs> but yeah. D- follow. Yeah. Follow me at Dan like Fadden. Follow him at DTH Crow. again. And please like and subscribe this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell your grandma about it. Tell the person on the bus who has no idea who you are about it. Um, and yeah, subscribe. Yes, yeah, subscribe Ever, to it on your favorite. We all know that platform.
0: people that ride buses are always NASCAR fans. <laughs>
1: You just don't know it yet so but anyway that that's been this episode of oh wait oh um also at FrenchRich.com, i wrote this week about um this, this saturday afternoon the xfinity race dale and junior will be making his annual return to the cockpit his one-off start each year at richmond you'll be back in number eight um so i wrote about that and how um dale jr getting in the car once a year makes me feel 13 again uh makes i get to pretend it's 2004 for a couple hours each day uh because dale Earnhardt jr is my favorite favorite driver my favorite driver that's not named Dale Earnhardt Sr. So uh, that that's a big deal for me. Um, I'm looking forward to that because uh, all, 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 all of my sports heroes are retired and gone. Um, and so I have that look to look forward to each year. And he's about to turn 47. So I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Um, this could be it. He has teased that Junior Motorsports might have five cars next um, next season uh, because they have Josh Berry, Sam Meyer, Justin Al- and Justin Agar, and Michael Annette are probably going to come back. So if there's a fifth car, that means, Maybe one more year of Dale Jr. racing in NASCAR. Um, who, who is your sports hero icon that you'd like to see one more time, Crow?
0: Oh, uh, that's hard. Um at their peak i i mean like i mean not, i not 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 them coming
1: off the bench yeah. you know just like
0: i can do yeah. it i don't know i mean it'd probably be jeff gordon oh really yeah really? I, mean, I mean i'm not that sentimental when it comes to celebrities but i guess he's probably the one that i followed the longest and spent the most of my life caring about so hmm. i guess okay. jeff gordon
1: okay well outside of dale jr mine's tony robo i, I want to see him come coming to race peak health with a guarantee that he wouldn't be injured by the <laughs> end of the game oh, because he was injury prone but he was so fun to watch so but yeah yeah check check out that column called it's a dropping the hammer staying young with downhard jr you can read that at frenchrash.com but and hopefully it's, a, hopefully it's a fun xfinity race I really, i'm really really wanting that to, to be a good case but anyway again thank you for listening to dropping the hammer with Dale McFadden. i'm Dale with and with me has been james crow everyone have a great weekend